following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. I miss you, Wendy. I love you so much. <laughs> In Bill's land. I am Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I am joined as per usual, as always, by my good friend, my good pal, uh, my favorite fellow Colts fan in Bill's land, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Uh, what is up, my dude? How you doing? Oh, I am. Uh, well, I didn't take a jet, so I'm not jet lagged. I guess I'm trip whipped. Maybe that's what I'll say it. That's a good trip phrase. Whipped. That's a good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm coin that. definitely feeling it. Um, today uh we're recording tuesday september 12th uh the day after our our wonderful trip to indianapolis and what a time it was i had the time of my life uh the only thing missing was a colts w but aside from that i am happy i am just ecstatic i'm very glad that this weekend turned out as great as it was surrounded by very very good people um and uh you know we did some some fun eating uh, lots of laughs. It was just, uh, it was, it was a, it was a great time. Great time. Glad that everybody that we brought with us um, could be with us. So I wanted to shout out my dad, Uncle Rich, uh, Tank, uh, who also has a podcast called, t- called Tank Talk. Uh, our good buddy Jack Telepka and D to the Icky, uh, our buddy Dicky, who's been a former guest on this show. I think right. I got it. It was everybody right. Seven people, including the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Not too shabby. Um, yeah, uh, obviously, uh, you're, this is your third trip to Indianapolis, uh, you know, a little bit different this time, warmer weather, finally, um, I think overall thoughts on this, on this, this trip, including two of your first, uh, our first home opener game. Yeah. If I had to rank all my trips in order, this is one without even, uh, not even close. I mean, I've had three great trips, phenomenal trips. Yes. First one was that New England game where Jonathan Taylor broke off that 60 yard run to win it. A phenomenal time. My first time in Indy made me fall in love with the city. A phenomenal trip. Second time, I brought my wife and my son with me. I mean, we we toured every place we saw. Uh, he had a great time. It was lovely. Great. This time, though, we had just a group of seven great guys. The atmosphere in the city was just 
and it, you could feel it. The the even if we didn't win, it was public. People were just happy, excited to have football back. Home opener energy level is out of this world. I think having a new quarterback uh, helped. Um, it was I just I had a fantastic time, and then uh, we'll talk about the tour, which literally it will be with me for the rest of my life. No, oh, yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see see all you guys, you know, have that experience uh, for the first time because you know I, I've done it once before. It was, you know, really neat. Me, my dad, and my friend Mark, um, we did it once, and that's to do it with you. You know, have that that tour experience with you guys was uh, was uh, was really neat. Just seeing your just face glow when we walked down to the field and uh, walking onto the field, I sat in the freaking Colts locker room. Yeah, where they it was just it was like I've seen videos of the coaches giving this like the the uh, post game speech. And I was in those seats. I oh, it, it, literally, it just—I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now. It was amazing. <laughs> that that field is just—it's fantastic. And I don't know. It just—it—it it made me feel like a little kid again. It was great. It was All really right. great. Well, uh, well, yeah, we'll definitely talk in depth uh, about it, and uh, we'll, we'll talk in depth about it uh, for sure. Um, so, kind of want to run through some of the different things, and, and and you know, just for those who haven't been to Indianapolis. Go. Uh, you haven't been. Yes, go. go. Go now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss in depth some of the the, uh, the things that we did, um, but we do want to talk about the game. But also, really, really quickly, I wanted to give a shout out uh, before we left. On uh, I think I found this on Thursday. I was scrolling through Apple Podcasts and and seen a review, um, which is really nice to to see because we don't like we don't personally plug this show. I think uh, I have the perspective out of doing it for out of love. I would imagine Brandon, you do it out of love too. We're like we're not searching for internet fame. If it comes with it, I think that uh, you know that's all fine and good. But I came across a really great um, comment, and I want to give a shout out to Burke White, um, who on August twenty second left us a nice five star review. Um, said he loved the pod, and he came for the Colts news from a Buffalo accent, which I didn't think. It's I always love hearing that I have an accent or we have an accent. It's so that's the language is so much fun. Um, and he says for our awesome chemistry. So Burke, thank you so much. And me legit means the world, you know, again, we're just doing this out of love and to hear that other people love that we're doing this and can kind of feel uh, our love for this. Uh, it's always, uh, it's always a nice, nice, um, reminder of, uh, you know, why we started this pod in the first place. It is. It was awesome. You sent me that message. Like, oh, dude, that's great. So I want to, you know, thank you, Burke. And I hope you guys keep on staying for this awesome chemistry between two just fantastic Colts fans living in this putrid <laughs> area known as Bill's Mafia, which is a lot sunnier today for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively, not literally. It's been very dark and rainy, um, but we're just sunny. We are happy. It's not really rainy. Those are tears. Oh, those are tears. And I've been soaking it on in, baby. Soaking in those tears. <laughs> I know. I got fed off St. Elmo's and Bill's fans tears this weekend. It was great. Um, so let's <laughs> kick it off. Let's talk about this game. The home opener uh, Colts and Jaguars. What a, uh, again, the tremendous atmosphere that aside, the play on the field. Uh, what were some things that you very that, that you like to see? Obviously, we got to see Richardson come out. He was QB one. There was you know, and um, got to see him uh, do his thing a little bit, open up the playbook. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Colts' performance this weekend? 
like there are three things that just stand in my mind. One, and I mean one stands far above everything else. We got a guy. AR showed out. I mean, we didn't see the the long arm, the the deep ball as much as we'd hoped. Um, but he played smart. He played the uh, he played great uh, for a rookie having his first start, his fifteenth pro level game. Uh, you talk about the thirteen starts in college. Uh, well, so no, sixteen. So thirteen starts in college, uh, two starts in the uh, preseason, and then this one. I mean, he's played less than twenty pro level games right. if you count college, and he looked like a, a seasoned vet. Taking what the defense gave him. People are saying, oh, he's just digging and dunking. That's what you you want him to do. You don't want him to take chances and, and act like a stupid rookie. He took what the defense gave them. And I watched the All-22 today. There were some some spots where maybe he could have took a shot or two. But I'm, a, I'm just I'm thrilled with what he showed. And I we got a guy. That's all, that's all I can say. We got a guy. <laughs> um, number two, we need a run game because we ain't got a run game. Holy crap. It was like running into a wall 30 times. Yeah, I'm eating oh. crow on that. I'm being happy with our RB room. <laughs> no, no. I, it just got worse. Like, crew. yeah. Yeah. He's on IR. He's on IR now. So um, I, I don't know if him being taken out kind of put more on Deion Jackson's plate and he doesn't not need more on his plate. He had Sorry, enough on his plate to begin with. Uh, and it just, yeah, it was it was not good. It was it was it was not great to see. I'll elaborate further after after Brandon gets his time here. Yeah. So uh, three, our defense is legit. Uh, Deep Buck is amazing. Big Grove needs to be put onto the building. I, I know we got the four posters on uh, Lucas Oil, and if all four posters stay on there, wink wink nudge nudge JT stay on there, please. Uh, we just add a fifth for Big Grove because he's awesome. I, I he played great. Our corners did what they needed to do against a very, very good Jaguars yes. team. Trevor Lawrence is probably the third best quarterback in the league right now. Uh, he, yeah. he made just impossible throws. He looked great. Calvin Ridley is a gosh darn cheat code. Just stupid with how good he, he looked. He's playing in a different gear than everybody else. But our corners held their own. Our linebackers are sick. Zaire Frank with 18 freaking tackles. He's all over the place. Shaq looked like he was back to where he needed to be. Our defensive line, I'm telling you, probably the best defensive line Chris Belger's put together. Uh, Ibukum looks like he's going to be a stud. Yep. Quiddy Pay uh, was a monster, a monster against a pretty good Jacksonville O line. Um, dude, Jacksonville is going to be great. I said this before; they're going to be a great team this year. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're the number one seed in the AOC when it's all said and done because of their soft schedule and how good that they are. The fact that we hung up like we did with a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach. Um, I, I mean, we were four minutes away from winning the whole thing. I am pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, it's got to be a fun year. I hope, you know, this, it, it, you know, it wasn't like a, uh, um, I wouldn't call it beginner's luck per se, but I hope this, this set the pace for the rest of the year. And if this team gets better and better, there is a chance with the way that some things are kind of falling throughout the the, the NFL or the AFC side, at least. And it's only week one. And trust me, I know that. You never know. Um, the, the Colts could be fun down the stretch and make things interesting. It's entirely possible. If they continue to climb and get better, as we hope, um, you know, it, it, 
we were hoping for some excitement and we got a lot of it this weekend and it did, it did give me a lot of optimism for what this team can be. Um, yes. As far as Richardson goes, your first point. Um, yeah, I had a, it. It was a blast watching him up close live and, and with an open playbook doing what he was drafted to do. Um, we seen him in preseason. You and I seen him in Buffalo and, um, Vanilla, you know, it was vanilla then, uh, a little bit of something there, but this was all him. Okay, we're going to see what you can do. We're going to test it out. And he did good. Um, Jags defense was formidable. And I was just watching the highlights, just rewatched it. Uh, Fitting in some really nice tight window throws. He's got a good connection with Kylan Granson, uh, great connection with Michael Pittman. And uh, Josh Downs got got a couple big plays, too. It was some nice stuff, good stuff to build upon. We'd love to see Ogletree, too, before he got popped. That that definitely mm-hmm. was not great. Um, but he's, he's got good timing down with these guys, which is, which is great. Um, and obviously, I hope that continues to develop. They were playing uh, specific coverage. You did mention the lack of the deep shots, which I'm glad that it wasn't forced. Um, that he didn't try to force it to show off. He he kept his ego in check, and um, and did the dink and dunk stuff. He did he did throw some downfield, some you know mid mid range passes, and so be it. Um, it was great, and we got to see his wheels a little bit too. He's not throwing it into double coverage like some people do. They get picked off pretty easily. I'm just gonna <laughs> put that out there. Yeah, man, if he would have had that, that the one pick that he did have, if he just would have topped it off a little bit, um, that would have been spectacular. That that would have been a one eight three. One eight three. No, it is not. Um, no, it is not. It is far superior. Far superior. Uh, to your second point, the running backs. All right, the running backs. Yeah, uh, Eaton Crow, 100%. Deion Jackson was pretty fun last year. Uh, watching the film. We had some, there were some issues. I'm not a big fan of Wolf, Wolf, Wolf Fries at right guard. Um, I don't think that really helped things much. That's, and that's, that's where they kept sending Deion Jackson, like right behind Wolf Fries, the fucking worst offensive lineman we got on the team. And I don't know, like if it's, it, it's not like, I don't think it's Matt Pryor or Turnstile Tevi bad, but. It was gl- it was pretty glaring, but I don't I, I didn't understand why they kept sending him up the middle. I don't know. It was they, they didn't you know they didn't vary it up. They didn't try to go off tackle a whole bunch if 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 at all. Um, Trying to give him some room. Deion Jackson got killed this weekend. It was it was it was bad. It was real bad. Um, I seen the the one run that Richardson took off on. Deion got fucking clobbered. I think Josh Allen got it. Probably the reason why Richardson kept the ball and took off. I think it was back-to-back um, runs on his end. But Jackson got just the good. The good Josh Allen. The good, yes. The good Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, he got. I'm pretty sure it was him. He clobbered Deion Jackson. He just looked like a Goldberg level spare. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm still trying to get my voice back too. By the way, I don't know if you can tell if I'm struggling or not. Um, Running back game needs work. Yes, Evan Hall put on IR today, which is uh, not great. So Jake Funk elevated. Currently, the running back room is Deion Jackson, Jake Funk, and hopefully a returning Zach Moss soon. But uh, I think the big thing here is that I, JT has leverage. I feel like he he 
upped his leverage because, I, again, week one, early on in the Steichen system, but the mentality has been that we could just kind of throw anybody back there and it'll be okay. And Nuh-uh. literally that is not the case. So JT, um, as much as we're like kind of upset with this whole situation, uh, for his own sake, maybe waiting a little bit was 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 for the best. He might have just guaranteed himself uh, uh, a new contract extension uh, before the before the halfway point of the season. And I was um I was listening to Zaire Franklin's podcast today. He recorded it before uh, the game. Uh, it, was, it was mostly based on like you know cut down day and whatnot. Yeah, but he had a fun little interesting tidbit in there about JT. He said, "Hey, I, I don't care what people are saying on social media." Uh, me and all the boys are for JT. We love JT. Uh, we know what he can do. You know, we got love for the running back room, you know, uh, Moss and all those guys. But we know what JT could do next to AR. So we're hoping, you know, j- sooner, as soon as JT gets healthy and whatnot, and hey, he comes back on the field and show everybody why he's JT. And that was like a, oh, wait. So, you know, the, the lock, he hasn't lost the locker room yet. Uh, right. He, Zaire, like you know, a, a player on the uh, on the team, is wanting him to you know, hoping that he's he'll be back soon. And hey, hey, I I think it's gonna happen. I think we will see Ar and JT play together. You give me two games of that, uh, we know JT is gonna you know, have some results, and then there'll be a nice fat contract after that second game. I I I, I feel really confident about that. Hopefully, I, maybe I hope so. I feel like JT would he, not even a feeling he would have, um definitely been a difference maker could have been the difference between a W and a loss uh, this past weekend. That's for sure. Um, yeah, no doubt about it at all. Um, let's see. So there was that happy with the wide receiver room. Um, forgive me. My wife's text to me happy with the wide receiver room, happy with the tight ends. Defense was great. Uh, and you know, we got a, that a incredible DeForest Buckner touchdown thingamajig um i i thought they were fighting <laughs> i thought there was a, there was a fight going out of the field i didn't re- like there was a i seen the punch i was like oh shit they're fighting and then there are balls on the ground they just keep going i was like oh no they never blowed, blowed the whistle and then then debuck jumps into the end zone it was really um really really cool to see uh you know a, a, a big man touchdown like that and he taking it to the house and just uh, it was a it was an ESPN uh, he, top ten play right there. You saw how like thrilled and excited he was. He had a smile from ear to ear on his face after he scored. Yeah, that was awesome. That was so freaking cool. Yeah, Buckner IDP owners um, in fantasy football. Uh, good day for y'all. Very very <laughs> good day. I think he got another sack too. Um, yeah, but he was he was a busy man this weekend. Um, the cornerback room, like I said, it was great. It, it's Jacksonville and. Uh, I believe in Trevor Lawrence now. I know I had some doubts that he was kind of like a middle tier quarterback. I, after watching him up close and seeing what he is all about and seeing his connection, Calvin Ridley's a difference maker. And that was probably one of the best signings that they, they could have done for him long-term. They did it early, um, right. Or was it middle of last year? He got cut from yeah, Atlanta he's still suspended. Mm-hmm. and, and they signed him and I was, it was like, Oh wow, that's going to be good. And it panned out because Ridley was open all the time. Um, and did a great job of getting free, making great catches. Zay Jones, good on you, man. Um, constantly great reinventing catch. himself, improving yourself. It, you know, it, people were questioning. I was questioning why he got the contract that he did. 
Um, and he he proved to be good. Evan Ingram did good. Uh, didn't hear much from uh, Christian Kirk, though. He had a couple of first down catches. You know, again, yeah. like, you've got weapons all over the place. Yeah. And our defense, uh, we could have been blown out, but we weren't. Yeah, I, I agree. ETN, um, obviously very, very talented running back, too. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a great, great team effort. I, I was miserable. I was very miserable at the end. And Brandon's like, what are you so miserable about? We're trying. Well, one, we couldn't get into Kilroy's. And two, um, I was just like, like, we had it. We had the win. We had the win. And then I took a nap and I woke up. I'm like, nah, we're good. Everything's okay. Um, we, we we shouldn't have beat them. We, we, they're, they're a team that we're, we're not there yet. We're not yeah. there yet. We're getting there. We finally got, hopefully, we, we think the biggest piece that's going to get us there. And that's a quarterback without a ceiling. Yes, I agree. I will also have to admit, um, not overly thrilled with some of Shane Steichen's. Yeah. You, I said it and you just like, you know, um, not thrilled with some of his not play calling, but we'll, we'll call it situational awareness. Um, Maybe some play calling too. I, you know, I, I guess you can kind of play it in with that. You know, the, the I can't couldn't believe the fourth and inches QB sneak didn't work with Richardson. I was disappointed that didn't pan out. I fucking hated going for it on fourth and four just past the halfway point. That was yep. the way our defense was playing. I'm sure they wanted to, you know, give them a little bit of an extra rest or just try to get something going. But man, if you bury jags back there you set yourself up for great field field position right we talk about the position battle that's a rookie i hated the coach freaking mistake. toss the What's toss that? of Deion jackson he hasn't been doing anything all day oh the this? sweep yeah yeah like what are you doing like, I, I hated that i hated that yeah it was uh that was like and everybody in our sec our the area where we were sitting at was like no what are you doing they were getting they were getting pretty pissed off down there um like what are you doing? It it it, it failed. Just you know, it failed bad. But um, Steichen will grow. Hopefully, he grows forward. I like the aggressiveness. And if obviously, if, you know, like we used to say with Reich, if it panned out, he'd be we'd be calling him a genius. But he just didn't. Um, I do think the fourth and four one was very necessary. Regardless, I think it was just too much of a. That's the one where it got like swatted right back in Richardson's face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, that was tough. So, um, I mean, that's that's kind of our thoughts on the game, though. Um, you know, just happy with everybody except, you know, we we love Shane. We know he's going to grow into his own, but, um, eh, but we'll call it a mostly good day for Shane because um, he did. He kept he kept pace with the team, but uh, not good for the running backs. Not good at all. No, nope, no, nope, not at all. But we're we're getting there. We're growing again. I'm really hoping a lot of Shane's uh, errors were because he's a rookie head coach. Yeah. Um, also, I heard that, you know, because we had a rookie quarterback, we kind of ran out of plays oh. towards the end. Um, Interesting. With, I mean, there's only so many playbooks or plays available in the playbook to him. You know, things that you practice on that you got ready for. And Michael Lombardi was saying, yeah, you know, with these rookies, you you don't expect to to, to run so many things. And uh, they kind of just ran out of plays at the the end where it, 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 they had to go to more vanilla. 
playbook. Like they're more base. It definitely felt like that the second half, like probably the third yeah. quarter. I, it definitely felt like, yeah, what are we doing here? I couldn't believe how flat the offensive looked. The offense. I mean, that looked. first half, we had you know exotic patches with three tight end light up on the right, and then you know people going in motion left and right, and then we went away from that. But it's because we ran out of plays. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, fantasy wise, all right. Good day for Anthony Richardson owners. All right. Good day for Pittman owners. Good day for Colts defense owners. Um, those are probably going to be the most common ones. Uh, I don't see much fantasy value in Alec Pierce going forward. We'll do a little fantasy bit blip too when we talk about the Texans game coming up this up uh, this Sunday. But um, those are probably going to be your main three. You know, maybe when the tight ends break out a little bit, you know, when JT gets back, Zach Moss could find himself into some fantasy usage. It's like an RB2 or flex, depending on how many uh, sides of the league were. But Richardson, it was, I have Kirk Cousins and Richardson in one, in, in one of my, in multiple leagues, actually. And Richardson was maybe a decimal or two shy than, than Kirk Cousins was. Uh, so he's definitely... Very good first fantasy performance, and especially it's very enticing at this upcoming week. Um, but Pittman, Pittman too. Pittman's ADP was very low. I grabbed him in a bunch of leagues, and I had him on the bench in one league. Not happy about it, but it, I'll be okay because Deontay Johnson got hurt, and I can just fill Michael Pittman in with him. Um, but let's take a look at this Houston Texans game before um, before we do any more, uh, because I feel like it's going to be a good week for Colts fantasy uh, players this week. Texans coming off of a loss to the Baltimore Ravens. They got, they were feisty. I would, I would say they were feisty. Um, nothing that really blew me away though. Watching like highlights and stuff, it was pretty much the, the Ravens show. Um, I don't know what you gathered from from any clips from that game. It looked like the Ravens were kind of sleepwalking through the whole thing, and. Yeah. You know, like when big brother plays basketball with little brother and tries to make sure that little brother stays in, involved in the game, doesn't just stomp on him. Yeah, that's kind of what it seemed like. The The Ravens were kind of just like, all right, kid, come on, don't leave me alone. And uh, the Houston Texans, they were adequate, but I no, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. No, nah, we I'm can't take them lightly. We're going to whoop that ass. Oh, God, I hope we so. We're going to whoop that ass. I hope so. I thought that last year twice and well, at least the first time and uh, we, we, shall, we shall see culture one and a half point favorites right now on the road um, against Houston. Um, and uh, our defense, man, I think our defense is just very freaking good. Yeah. I think we are. Their offensive line is better than, uh, than ours. So maybe we won't get to, uh, Stroud as much as I as I as I think we we, we may. No, 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 no. Never mind. We're gonna whip that ass. <laughs> what about? I mean, defensively, I'm trying to get a gauge on on what they uh what they had going on. Um, I feel like this could be a good opportunity to to to, to try some new things. Um, deep shots. Deep I, shots. I think we're gonna we're gonna run uh, Richardson a little bit more. I, I know you know we're maybe scared of that injury, but I think we're gonna run him a bit more than we did. Oh, we didn't um, even talk about that. Yeah. Ugh. yeah that was scary very not a good way to end and our i was like oh my god he's down i swear to god if <laughs> anyways but he's apparently okay he's good he's golden he's fine don't don't worry um some extra treatment this week he'll be fine and uh 
Yeah, some deep balls, deep balls from Pittman or for two Pittman and Pierce uh, from AR, and then AR running the ball because our running backs don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get something going on. Hopefully, a Zach Moss sighting this upcoming week. But, um, but I guess yeah. That's God. Think about what you just said, Matt. What? You're hoping and praying for a Zach Moss sighting. Yeah, two years ago, that'd have been blasphemy. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to see what he does. I want to see if it's like the, if it's offensive line stuff or if it's if our running back room is that bad. I, I thought the offensive line did good in pass protection. The only time like Richardson got sacked was scrambling out of the pocket, really. Um, yep. Which was, I mean, that's that's not on them necessarily. That's no, a wide no, receivers no. not getting open issue and a Richardson maybe holding out of the ball a little long issue. Um, I, I saw that we just looked up. Uh, we brought in KJ Hamler, you know, former Bronco, very fast guy. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, and with the intrigue that we've looked into, Christian Watson, uh, Jalen Waddle, I really don't think that Ballard's too happy with our wide receiver core. Good. I, I think they do something. They, they, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know what's going on over there in, in uh, Jets land. I know that they're in the mood for a quarterback right now. We've got a good one uh, in Gardner Minshew. I haven't really looked into their wide receiver depth chart. Maybe they've got a guy. Oh, man, Minshew for Garrett Wilson, straight up. <laughs> He's straight up. That's it. <laughs> no problem. Give him to me. I, man, I don't know if I'd be willing to part ways with Minshew because I don't think the return would be anything special. And they got – I. I like Sam Ellinger, but I feel more comfortable with Gardner. No, no, we don't want Gardner to see the field anyway. So we don't. Well, no, we don't want to, but I feel like, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the issues that we always, you know, every time there's a QB hurt or the the backup, the drop off in talent from the bet for the backup is is just bad. It's okay. That means that means that we get Marvin Harrison Jr. So it's fine. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Um, What? All right, so that's that. That's the Texans and 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 all that jazz. Um, let's go a little bit more in depth with the stadium tour um, and talk about our weekend. Um, so, for any of those who have not been to Indianapolis yet before, go um, go now. Yes, I. I'll tell you guys a little bit of a. I mean, just a, a bit of a story. So. I when I first went in 2018, it was because I was getting married. It was kind of like it was like a bachelor party, but not really. It was just like me, my dad, my cousin, and my friend Mark, who was even invited to the wedding. But he was a, he was a friend, and he wanted to go. He wanted to get out of the house, so we went. But I remember telling, I remember thinking, there was a long stretch of time where I kept telling myself, "Hey, you know, I want to go this year. I want to go this year. I want to go this year." And this is like probably ten years prior. And every single time, every single year, somebody would come up with an excuse for me, um, whether it be my parents, love them to death. Obviously, my dad's been with me for three of the trips, um, a girlfriend, a significant other, um, you know, saying, oh, you can always do it next year, next year. Uh, I can't tell you guys how much I regret putting off this Indianapolis trip. If you like the Colts or if you don't even like the Colts, and you listen to our pod, but you like a team from out of your area. Just fucking go. Just 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 make it happen. You can give yourself all the excuses in the world and keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And until one day you just can't you, you can't do it. Um, you gotta go do it. You gotta go do it. I remember 
because obviously I was a part of Brandon's first time going and I was so happy that I was able to do it because you had been kind of we were in a bit of a rough patch Colts wise um you were like oh I don't know about this year I don't know about this year and then finally I you know they convinced you to go and and I don't know did you did you regret not going there sooner oh yeah I really wish I could have seen Andrew Luck in, in Lucas Oil like that would have been great yeah um and the, yeah, I, not knowing what I was missing out on. Yeah. Oh, it's a, you know, eight hour car drive. So what you work for eight hours, you can drive for eight hours. It's fine. Yeah. Honestly, I, I love that city. Absolutely love it. A freaking Dicky Bills fan doesn't care about the, the Colts one bit. He came because, all right, let me get out of uh, Rochester for a little bit. Have some fun with my, with my friends. He loved it. He loved the, 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 the stadium. He loved the game. He had a great time. Indy is fun. It doesn't seem like, you know, a fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's an awesome little city. And uh, I just, I felt so warm. Like, like, I went there with my, you know, batteries being charged at like 5%. I'm just like, I'm, you know, on E. I'm back here now. I had a hundo, baby. Like, I feel great. Uh, it really, it recharged my soul. And I have to go back next year so I can get another boost. Yes, you do. Yes, you absolutely do. Uh, yeah, it is. There, there really is something for everybody, you know, whether it's tasting food, whether it's stuff to do. Can uh, we talk about the food real quick? Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about the food, food real quick. This food My, is on, on par with anywhere. Oh, uh, so we went to a couple places. Um, first place that we ate was St. Elmo's. God damn ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's so Best good. Thing I've ever had. Actually, we should, uh, the Indianapolis faithful might be mad enough to. It's just St. Elmo. I think it's, just, oh. I think, yeah, we got to be. They might get pissed at us for calling it St. Elmo's. Sorry, sorry. You never know. You never know. Got to be careful (laughs) out there. You never know who's listening. Yes. Shrimp cocktail, as (laughs) advertised. I literally get bottles into my house now because it's amazing. (laughs) So spicy. Matt got videos of everyone taking it and clears out your sinuses. I always describe it as being uh, when you get hit with a flashbang in like Call of Duty. Everything goes (laughs) white. You can't hear that's what happens when when you eat the shrimp cocktail. Everything just goes numb. <laughs> you can't hear all the noises blocked out. Green, <laughs> and then five minutes, five seconds later, you're like, "Oh my god, that was delicious! Let me do that again." Yeah, it's it's big shrimp too. It's not like little 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 shrimpies. It's 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 big old shrimp, huge shrimp. Um, the AR of shrimp. It is. It is twenty dollars for four. Um, which I was like, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm. I'm in Indy. I'm at the oldest steakhouse in the city. This place is fancy. The ambiance is great. Give me that. Give me that shrimp cocktail. It's literally ranked a top three steakhouse in the country, and worth every penny. I mean, our friend Jack got the tomahawk. Was it thirty six <laughs> ounces? The, yeah, thirty two, something like that. Oh my god! And he sat there and ate every single time. He regretted it afterwards. Did he? But we Did had to he? roll him down the street. <laughs> I don't know if he. I don't think he's still pooped. I don't think he's pooped yet. It's been. <laughs> I keep checking on him. I don't think he's pooped yet. But <laughs> yeah, this I thing mean, was massive. He actually loved it so much. He got the bone wrapped up and he walked around the streets of Indianapolis with it. So he got that. Ate a bunch of shrimp cocktail. He got dessert um some kind of cake um ate a bunch of bread i have his receipt all right 
$253. And he was a, and he got the espresso martini. Like on top phenomenal. of that. phenomenal, by the way, the I'd best espresso martini I've ever had. And I've had my fair share. No, like if, if, if I say go for the steak, you just remind me of the martini. I say, go for the steak, stay for the goddamn martini. Cause <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, dude, we we all ate good that first night. It was well worth it because we were all pretty hungry at that point in time. Um, we'd strolled around the city a little bit. I drank some really good bacon soda, that bacon, not baking, bacon. That, that Brandon was awesome. like, you're not going to like it. And I was like, all right, game on. You're <laughs> no, no, it's literally the grossest thing I've ever had in my mouth before. And <laughs> yeah. I've had some Chippewa bartenders in my <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Already been used Chippewa bartenders or before? <laughs> nah, no, nah, this is before Josh Allen came into town. Uh-uh. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, so we did St. almost. All right, and that was the end of the first day. Um, pretty much. Well, no, we went to uh, Howl at the Moon. There was no eating, but there was drinking. Oh my Howl at God. the Moon is a very fun bar that our friend Jack went to previously in Chicago, and I think it's a newer thing. I don't remember seeing it before in Indy, or maybe I just wouldn't have cared to check it out. But this place is so much fun. Um, Shout out to Kay. Shout Shout out to to Kay and her WAP. Yes, yes. So what they do is the employees at this place, they take requests with money, of course, and they'll play variety of songs. There's a whole bunch of different people. They switch up on instruments, and they're very, very talented um, employees. And then our server, Kay, um, well, I was like, just, just set a suggestion for WAP. And they put it on the table. We we're trying to get the one dude on the piano to do it. He wouldn't do it. And then our waitress did it. And she fucking killed it. All the bridal parties were all happy. They were having the time of their life. And I just sat. Everyone's like, this is your doing. And I'm just, I just sat back with my hands behind my head, living my best life. Because it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, so much fun. I highly recommend freaking Howl at the Moon. It was, it's a blast get there with a bunch of people and just go crazy, have fun. Uh, Nikki Blaine cigar lounge. If you want to relax and chill out and have a mellow time, a nice cigar. Yes. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah. Good vibes here. I still got the cigars in the back of my trunk. I will smoke all four of the remaining ones at some point in time. Um, <laughs> and then let's see next. Where did you guys end up going for breakfast uh, Sunday morning? Oh, uh, wild eggs, wild eggs. It was great. You know, it really is like small spot, kind of tucked off, quick, easy. Uh, we were in there for maybe 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Sat down, ate, left. Uh, their Bloody Mary was very good. The The waitress was literally bouncing around doing pretty much everything. But she was so quick. I never felt like I had to like, hey, can you come out? She literally would fill up my coffee and then. Honestly, great service over at Wild Eggs. Highly recommend. Uh, I got their chicken and waffles. Spicy as all hell. I think I'm still feeling a little bit in my tummy. (laughs) But very good. Yeah, that was good. I can't remember the name of the the place we went to for dinner. Um, It beats me. Well, my first dinner. I technically had two dinners um, after the Colts (laughs) game. But it was... Oh, fuck. I really can't remember. It was like Louisiana-style food. It was fan- I had a Creole platter that was amazing. Yeah, I um, had some good chicken tenders, good grilled cheese, um, some kind of a sports bar. It was, ne- it was very kind of close to time. Kilroy's. Were you? I was very drunk at that time. Oh, so that was nice. Then we went back to Kilroy's. I was sad. They didn't have any of the wings at Kilroy's. Um, that was very disappointing. But, Ran out of wings, man. But I know. You guys made the right call staying home from that one. But... um. 
But yeah, I had uh, the the Bob Burger. So a lot of great food, a lot of great things to do. Of course, you got the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway to go check out if you guys ever go. We highly, highly encourage it. Um, but that's enough ranting and raving. Uh, that's pretty much, I think, it for this episode. Unless I mean, obviously, we got a Rogers rant and you know to 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 happen. Of course, um, is there anything you want to add before you rant away, my friend? I mean, we can talk a little bit about the stadium tour, or do you think we covered that pretty much? In, uh, in we should elaborate it. I, again, I'm just my my mind's. I'm so tired. It's like I like we talked about it a little bit, but not enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I relive it through your your eyes for the for um for this first time. So we walk on in. It's just the seven of us and the tour guide. I forgot the Denise. I believe so. Yeah, Denise, uh, who was great. Um, she's so knowledgeable. She's been there since they literally constructed the place. Um, she was there when they demolished uh, the RCA dome. Uh, she was very smart, very kind, very helpful, and you know, put up with our shenanigans. Yeah, Jack tried to turn on the score the scoreboard, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't slap him. Like, no, she wasn't bad. She, she, we, we picked up papers and stuff. There was like notes and co- and media stuff, and she's like, "You can have it. I don't care." Yeah, oh, she was awesome. I uh, go if you ever get a chance to do a stadium tour, go. They take you behind the scenes. You see everything literally sitting in coach Ballard's office in his chair, opened up his refrigerator, see what he, what kind of drinks he had. Um, I go in the player's locker room. I mean, I, again, I felt like a little kid. I had a smile from ear to ear the entire time. You you go on up to the very tippy top of, of the, uh, the the stadium seating. Uh, We can't go in the cat call or catwalk at all, but you get to see the roof. You get to see every single little thing. And then at the end, they let you go onto the field and just, just free reign. You can't you can't play football, of course. That would that would be so much fun throwing a freaking ball. They said no balls. Be, I wanted to relive the uh, it was the, the the Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Andy Dwyer. Get a what great. Yeah, so cool. Catch. So cool. But honestly, it just it felt so. I, I I sit there and I see that stadium almost every week during football season. Uh, yeah, I I I love. I I feel like I finally I finally come home. Yeah. It's weird to say that, but it, it I don't know. I, I I words can't describe it. I'm I usually I'm one with the gift of gab. I can talk a little bit. Um, but, you were quiet, and you were just soaking it all in. Speech. I literally could not talk. I couldn't fathom the emotions and the feelings that were coming over me. It was phenomenal. It it just felt like. I don't know. It just it felt awesome. I I can't describe it. I, I don't know what it is. Amazing. Literally a ten out of ten experience. Something I will. I, I showed my kid already. I literally came home. Look look at that on the field where the Colts play, and I, I will recreate this story for the rest of my life. It was phenomenal. It was cool. So aside from the field, what was your favorite part? The locker room. Being able to the sit locker room. Just yeah, dude. I, I mean, you saw the 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 big speakers where they play uh, their music, and it's just. Dude, my hero, like Peyton Manning, was in that locker room. Andrew Luck were in the, like Mathis, Reggie Wayne. Think about the people that are Pat in McAfee. You know, we heard about yeah. we heard about Dude, him. Just the McAfee took the picture naked. Andrew Luck, like it was amazing. And knowing that I was literally in those seats, I, I had to sit down and sit, and take the picture of myself just sitting in the freaking Colts locker room. Ama- again, I, I it was it was great. I can't I can't describe. I'm sitting here trying to describe it. For the last five minutes, I still can't just tell you the emotions that I felt just sitting there in that locker room and walking up and down the press box and look, look what Tobacco Fee's freaking uh, sweet. Yeah, oh, this is where I make. 
Like it was the just quarterbacks. Was we've seen the yeah the quarterback suite. We walked right up to McAfee's suite down on the field. Um, yeah, it was. It, it's it's once in a lifetime. It's it's once in a lifetime. And I'm glad that we all got to, uh, yeah, we all got to have that experience together. Because I've been trying like hell to get back into doing it. So we, yeah, we booked a private one. There are public ones where they get groups like 15 or so, and they just keep cycling through. But they're very rare. Um, but you can yeah, reach out for a private tour if you ever want. It's really not, it wasn't It wasn't that bad cost-wise. Um, but it, it goes based on the number of people that you have in your group. Um, I think it's like every 25 people is like a certain bump in pay, which whatever. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tremendous. It was cool to be on the field again. Uh, cause that's always cool. It's just like, it could be down there and the sound is different, right? It, it sounds like being in like a sound, like a sound booth or like, uh, like we have like our recording cave at the pot at our podcast studio and the sound is just different. And it's just like, it's eerie. Like I can't imagine being down there and just being surrounded by 70,000 people week in week out um and just hearing hearing all of that you know what what, what is it like that you know they talk about getting loud on third down like what is it like for the opposing team or or what is it like when you score it when you're you know the Colts and you score a touchdown and you just you just feel that energy just kind of raining down on you it's um oh man so cool so cool stand in the end zone stand on the 50 yard line and just be around that. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good. Yeah. It's, it was, it was amazing. Um, so let's, uh, I think that about wraps it up. Um, time for a Rogers rant. What do you want to rant about? Or what do you, what are you mad about? Or are you angry about anything? I mean, like I had so much like anger and just vitriol to, to just, ex- just explode on Bill's mafia. But you just brought me back to like my happy place. I, I feel so discontent and warm just thinking about me walking on that field uh, of Lucas Oil and just how great I felt in that moment with my feet on that turf. And it kind of just brings me back as to how probably how crappy Josh Allen felt with his feet on the turf last night after throwing three picks to freaking Xavier Whitehead, who three picks to one person. That's insane. undrafted, right? It was the undrafted? undrafted person. How do you do that? Uh, Anthony Richardson didn't do that. He threw one pick, not three, and he was a rookie. Damn, Josh Allen, maybe you should kind of get your head back in the game and focus on football. Hmm? 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 Huh? Huh? Bill <laughs> suck. Yeah, Anthony, fun little fact. Anthony Richardson outperformed Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen uh, this week. I got them apples. Go Colts. That's my cornerback. <laughs> Brother. Dude, uh, I can't. I, I'm, I'm trying to just like fake anger and like, I can't. I, I'm just, I'm still just thrilled about being on that field and not throwing three turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. If you want to be happy like Brandon is currently, not have an anger or petty bone in your body, go Go to Indianapolis. Go see a game before the year's over. Go see and experience Anthony Richardson's first year so you can say that, hey, you were there. Um, but that is it. We'll be back next week with a recap of the Houston Texans game and um, also a preview of our week three encounter with the Baltimore Ravens. Again, shout out to all of our listeners. We appreciate you. If you want to leave 
Um, nice comments and reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts or stuff like that. We'll give you a shout out because seriously, um, we have fragile egos here. And uh, when you say nice things about us, it goes right to our head. And my uh, tail starts wagging. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm throwing three picks. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, let us, uh, I you got me all in a tizzy now. We'll talk to you next time. Right, the here, defense. <laughs> right here on Colts fans. That's us. In Bill's land. It's not Bill's land anymore. It's, it's now uh, Zach Wilson territory. Think about that. Y'all got owned by Zach Wilson. Twice, twice in a calendar year. Oh, wait, no, not a calendar year, but 365 day span. All right, I'm out. Matt and Brandon out.